Hello everyone and welcome back to my podcast. This is Straight White Whale and my name is Darren Connell. This is episode 39. Wow, that is unbelievable. Before we get into the madness, as always, we would like to give a shout out to our sponsor. First of all, thank you very much to the Zen Den in Glasgow for sponsoring the podcast. It's very kind. It's owned by a guy called Joe and Joe is a good guy. It's vegan friendly, it's dog friendly and stoner friendly. Now, I don't have a dog and I'm not a stoner, but I go into the cafe all the time for coffee and CBD. I've got the CBD here. It's called Orange County CBD Oil. I said last week that it was pretty expensive. I forgot to say that it's value for money though, because during lockdown, I bought a bottle of this and me and my mum used it every single day for honestly like seven months and there was a quarter bottle left and I gave the rest to Paul so Paul could try it Mm -hmm. and I've bought myself another bottle and honestly it's no fucking budging. Joe was kind enough to also give us Lion's Lion's Mane Dual Extract many many health benefits to nootropics so check it out like i said before we don't get people to sponsor the podcast that we don't trust um go down and check them out it used to be at paddy's market and um you can get creams face wash bath bombs anything mm-hmm. get eckies and all if you want you just take have your, to wait to in the show. <laughs> <laughs> you just have to wait Anybody's in the shop, then you do that. Fuck CBD, get the eckies up. Shutters down, disco lights on, tap off. Next thing you know, it's Thursday, and you're like, I came in here on Friday night. How come it's Thursday? No wonder we can't keep a sponsor for. <laughs> <laughs> Let us out. Let us out the Zen Den. No, kidding on. Honestly, go down and check them out. I don't think a lot of people know what CBD is. I just treat it like a vitamin, I add it to a healthy lifestyle, and that's it. In the morning, a couple of drops of my tea. No bother. Boom. Done. And what's that, baby? Said boom, done. Boom time. Um, also, just a shout out to Brothers in Arms. We do that every week. Brothers in Arms is a podcast and a show that Paul also works on. And it's a suicide prevention charity. They've got an app that you can Google and use it online. So if you feel that you need to help, get in touch with Brothers in Arms or back on site. Um, I've actually had therapy from back on side and they've helped me. So I'm v- feeling very good, feeling very happy and life is good. So, hi, that's us started the podcast. Paul, guess what? What? I nearly shat my pants today. <laughs> and I swear to God, that wasn't even a joke. Tell me more. So last week I was slagging Nando's because I went for a Nando's once. Then by the time we did a, a podcast, I was like nine Nando's deep. Every time we talk about shit ourselves, I shit myself. I think I'm cursed. <laughs> um, Manifesting jobbies. Yeah, I know why it happened though. Would you like to know? Yep. Okay. <clears throat> so, you know, I'm still calorie counting, by the way. Um, I'm trying to see 45 days, I think I've been gone. Aye. So, 45 days ago, when I, I never had a structure, I think I told you that I've got a fridge full of meal replacement shakes. Right. But it's no heel or like just plus, it's proper death shakes. Right. Um, what are they called? I think they're called Encore. They put them in, see when you're in a old folks home or if you're dying right. and you can't eat, uh-huh. a nurse will give you this. Oh, okay. Um, Let me just... What did you buy them for? Because I'm full, I mean, no no, because I'm the calorie counting king, but... Back then, 46 days ago, I was <laughs> I was pretty fucked. You were considering palliative care to lose weight? Aye. <laughs> Put Would me in a hospice. Cancer patients drink that. All right, okay. How, how much uh, fibre is it? <laughs> You're skinny. Aye. Oh, my God. <laughs> horrific. <laughs> that's, that's so bad. That's horrific. We apologise for that. I don't. I do, actually. It's shocking. Ensure, it's called. Ensure. Ensure Plus. Right. Yeah, we genuinely apologise for that. I don't want people going after that. 
like uh, it's one of the I'm no racist <laughs> <laughs> feel like Will Smith here talking shit aye so uh, they taste like shit and you know they're pretty rough because like see when you look at the sell by date mm-hmm. or something and it's like oh I've got four days to eat that see if you look at the sell by date on that you'd be like 2036 <laughs> what is right. that right is that a fucking typo so I had a wee tub of porridge today, which was 220 calories. And see, because I'm, I'm quite tight-fisted, I don't want to waste food. Mm-hmm. I thought, you know what? I can fit one of those shakes into my my setup today. And I know they taste like shit, but there's some vitamins, minerals, and all that stuff in it. But they taste like shit. So it's coffee-flavoured. Drank it, ate my porridge, started walking to the podcast, and I got on the main road i had to stop at a fence i literally stopped at a barrier fence like that Ah! like i've never felt a pain like it (laughs) to the point i was like do i have something wrong with my belly is or like can't like cancer or something it was a severe shooting pain my legs were wobbling and then i thought it's that shake it must be that shake but i've never what a pain it was it was like it rocked me man right. at certain points i was proper like there's traffic slowing down and i'm like oh no so i got into a mcdonald's toilet and i, I made it in time dominated that plan did you aye aye i've got another 26 drinks in the fridge will i go through that again to save seven quid aye right. fuck up no wasting money um i take it it might have been the fiber yeah you might not be getting enough fiber into your diet and because you've had a lot of pure high fiber shake you've been pure you know what i mean mm. maybe get some bran bran flakes or something i love I fucking love bran flakes man yeah i've been eating pure shitey chocolate cereal for aldi <laughs> just because i'm like fuck it i'm counting calories and i can eat it Aye. it's quite it's nice it takes me back to childhood what's it called <sighs> i don't even know man it's like is it like rip off cocoa pops or something? Aye. Right. It's like a chocolate panda on the box that looks fucked. You're like, aye. <laughs> as well as cat. I don't know why that, that was so funny though. Chocolate panda. You're fucked. Like, Here, eat my cereal, man. It's fucking brilliant. Um, <laughs> the calorie counting's like a good, very good start. I would start to look at the your how vast the nutrients you're getting and start to introduce some like colorful foods into your diet peppers yes um greens um although there's a really i've got <clears throat> a thing called athletic greens oh, right, ag1 yes and it's like i mean it's no it's no replacement i think i might have mentioned this before i'm getting deja vu it isn't a replacement for eating like broccoli and stuff like that but see if you're just looking to get some nutrients it's like 25 calories and it's got like a full spectrum of like what you would get if you hit your five a day basically and it's just like a green shake it tastes like shit man it's yeah. supposed to be tropical flavored and i'm like oh it'll be like mungo or something but it not tastes like some fucking tastes like you're drinking an ashtray Aye. but Aye. um so you just getting that you just know right i'm hitting all like my matru- my macronutrients and stuff mm-hmm. like that i like shit like that but i also love fruit and veg so yeah do you calorie count that what? fruit and veg absolutely yeah why would i know i know i'm i'm still new to it you're pure looking for the i don't need to count that you need to count everything mate no you don't count that that's natural what is it it's a chicken nugget i don't know the best one i heard for that was uh somebody who's a mate who is uh, a pt um oh, is he he's not anymore but he used to be a pt he said that he had a a female client who was like no getting no losing weight and he's like she's checking in every week she's in like a pure thousand calorie deficit he's like i can't up it to like 1200 it's getting ridiculous she's gonna end up malnourished uh, and he was like we're gonna need to sit down and go through so he got her to keep a food diary and she was like oh i'm no counting fruit <laughs> and my calorie counting and he was like right and we're eating a day she was eating like full pineapples like pure <laughs> seven eight hundred calories well fructose and like high sugar and he was like why would you not count that and she was like i read on, on the internet that you burn more calories eating pineapple than what you what's in it like oh. it's a negative calorie food and he was just like no that that doesn't exist like that is just 
bullshit that somebody's fucking thought up so that they can eat like unlimited amounts of whatever. Yeah. But I she was eating like watermelon. It was like you said it was watermelon, pineapple, and bananas. And she was doing like the whole I can eat as much of this as I like. These are negative calorie foods. It's like mm-hmm. no, no wonder she wasn't fucking losing weight. That's a shame. You need to count everything. I've been in a situation like that, quite friendly with a guy that worked in a gym up at Momo's but mm. and I pounded the gym man every single day. I was like on the treadmill for over an hour. But I kept food in the locker in the gym. So I would run on a treadmill for an hour, then empty stomach cardio, mm. be fucking starving after it, go to my locker and have a box of fruit that was either a tub of blueberries or a tub of strawberries and like a grenade bar. Right. But then Probably. I wouldn't really be changing my diet. I'd still be eating shit. Mm. I'm like, I don't understand why I'm not losing weight. And he's like, you're just at a full tub of strawberries, you mad cunt. It's like quite a lot of calories and fruit. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was good for me. That is good for you. Yeah. But if your goal is to lose weight, then it's calories and calories, isn't it, mate? Yeah. But I, if you're eating quite like, I suppose, how did we go into that? Like that diarrhea shake that you had earlier, you might be needing to introduce like healthier options into yeah. your calorie count, like bran flakes instead of cocoa pops. Yeah. But I love, I love shit like that. Mm. I've got a pure, I, I love bran flakes. I've got a good combo. I've got the chocolate one and then I use a chocolate protein shake for my milk. So it's like 400 calories. <laughs> and they one of them stopping that offence in the mid ro- middle of the road they got. <laughs> Having a win. Aye. How many, have you seen that episode of South Park where he has the biggest shite in the, the world ever? Like they're measuring it in Curix. <laughs> Aye, aye. How many curics is your shite this morning? Aye, but still going strong. A lot of people are asking us how I'm doing, and I'm I'm doing good. I'm getting obsessed, though. I went out from a walk last night at half 11. I was like, I need to get my steps in. Walking through the streets of Glasgow, pitch darkness. I need to get 10,000 steps in, or I think I'm going to die in my sleep. Then as soon as I got 10,000 steps, yes. Euphoria? Aye wanked in the bush then back up to the <laughs> flat you know what i mean get away with these things well, an apb out for a creep in the south side <laughs> you gave us some homework today last week as well <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> well i don't know if it's because i'm dyslexic or just stupid but yeah you, you told us to watch the woodstock 99 on netflix yes right and then you told me to watch The Most Hated Man in America, yep. but I mixed my notes up. Okay. So I watched Our Father instead. Right, okay. I'll get to the other one. What's our, what's our Father? About the doctor in America that basically gave women his semen samples. Ah, he was spiking. Yeah. Uh, he was lit. I. It was, did he work in like a fucking sperm donor clinic and it was just all his? Yeah. It was just like a fucking art gallery of his fucking shit. His loads. Hi. 94 wains. 94 wains. 94. Man. All blue hair, blonde hair and blue eyes. Right. <laughs> Mental. Was he a Nazi? Was he like pure, I'm, I've got the genetics. I'm fucking spread my No, gen- I had bad genetics. Quite a lot of them have got like stuff wrong with them in that. Oh, for fuck's sake. I don't want to ruin it, but it was a crazy documentary. Do you think there's anything wrong with it? What do you mean? So, people go to the clinic to get sperm to have a kid. Mm-hmm. And if that is what happens, what's wrong that it's him? I'm playing devil's advocate here. I don't, yeah. uh, you know, I don't believe this. I'm not being like, there's nothing wrong, but what do, you, do you think there is anything wrong with that? Like, I thought the cancel joke was going to get us oh, cancelled, mate. mate. Uh, <laughs> no, because he was go. they were going there with people. Like, so a woman was right. going there with a husband and they had to go through that situation. Right. So they're doing like IVF. Aye. Oh, for fuck's So he sake. was like binning the husband stuff and using his own stuff. Oh my god! So they're saying it's like a form of rape. Aye, well, I think that—that's where my mind goes Aye. into it. It's unconsensual, like spiking or like what the fuck would you call that, man? But uh, it's a form of assault, mm-hmm. I suppose, into it because the person can't consent to you being the father of their child, and you're just fucking jumping about. Fucking mental as well, man. They could technically make them pay child support. 
Mm-hmm. How many wins was that? 95, I think. 94. <laughs> can't it be, he'd be rooked. Do you know you can donate sperm in Glasgow, but you get paid 30 quid? What? 30 quid. Do you? Yep. Not that much, is it? Is there a minimum amount? <laughs> no, but this is where I lost, right? I was like, there's no point in me even going in to fucking get checked. You need to have a break. You can't masturbate every single day. Ah, is it 40 hours or something like that? Two Aye. days, three days? I'm fucked. No, they're not. I can't. I physically cannot go one day without a wank. You absolutely can. I can't, mate. I'm, a, I'm an ape. I, honestly, I'm an ape. You're only home what's going to be for this week. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you give me some type of belt or ring that I can tie my balls and my cock in a fucking loop. <laughs> get, get one of the wee cages. <laughs> you seen them? Aye, aye. Look at us pretending you that we don't know, know what it is. Aye, mate. Twitter's wild. Like, the, the both of us, we've got one on the new. <laughs> I wouldn't fit in one of them, man. I squeeze my balls in it and off, full blown balls. Um, so, would you recommend um, what was the one that we were talking about there? Our father. Our father. I would recommend it, but it's quite depressing. Um, I would recommend it though. And Woodstock was unbelievable, mate. Unbelievable. Like it's crazy, amazing filmmaking, documentary making, just top of the range. Great story. 1999. I can't really remember when that happened. Uh, pretty shocking. Do you know remember it? Being no. on the news and shit? Oh, I, I fucking remember the, the fires and stuff like that. I think that the bit that I was saying uh, to my missus when I was watching that, I was like, they've kept, no, everybody, they, they almost assumed that everybody knew what happened. They, they showed you up front. This descended, this descended into fucking chaos. It's like, um, no, everybody knows, man. It was like, do you know what's wild to say? It's like fucking, what, 23 years ago? That's crazy, isn't it? <sighs> Mate, fuck's sake, man. And it, I need to be careful with, with my words here, but I don't blame them for fucking burning the place to the ground. Because see, if I was there... And I drank water and I got trench mouth, I would burn the place to the fucking Aye, ground, man. See, the way they were treated was like fucking animals, man. Yeah. Like, really and truly. I'll tell you the bit that I fucking hated. And it was only on reflection that I was like, oh, hi, wait a minute. They tried to blame the style of music. Mm-hmm. Now, may I've been to see fucking Ramstein. I've seen Limp Biscuit. I've, I've seen, may I've seen Limp Biscuit support Corn at the bars. Uh, and then I seen Limp Biscuit at fucking the SECC. I've been to see Marilyn Manson. I've been to see black metal, death metal. There's never been a fucking riot, not once. And I think that they were trying to just almost go, oh, it was a combination of the conditions and the style of music. And it was like, no, fuck no, you, man. No way. Like the organizers, fucked that. Absolutely fucked that. Mate, they didn't hire security. Crazy. It was like volunteers, and. People that were getting, I mean, one of the guys that was on it was like, he got offered the gig like fucking three days before. Mm-hmm. Oh, just come. You would be whatever they were called, the Sunshine Children or something like that. Just come and it's like, no, man, you need security for that shit. Yeah. 200,000 people were there. In- insanity, mate. And then they tried to kind of blame Fred Durst for Limp Biscuit. Yeah. And I was like, nah. But did they say, oh, we, we didn't realize that Fred Durst was a dick or something like that? And you're like, these people are, they've got one job. They mm-hmm. put on a show, and I think that I mean I watched an interview with Jonathan Davis uh, for Corn Steve's Wild Ride, his podcast, and they had Jonathan Davis on, and they were like, "What was that like?" And he was like, "Watching the documentary, it was like it was nothing like that. Like we were getting, it was like backstage was like a palace, and we were going on stage buzzing to be there. It was like amazing, and it was like one of the best gigs I've ever done." Um, and to hear like the organizers be like, Corner a really aggressive band, and it was all these like chads and all this, and it's like, no, wait a minute, man. Like the thing was going okay until the last day where these were charging like fifteen dollars for a fucking seventy-five cl of water. What are you expecting people to do? What do you think is going to happen when you yeah. put young people? Full of testosterone, full of fucking everything, give them all the drugs and that, and then try and rip them off. I think yeah. they were saying it was like fucking thirty dollars in the last day for like a slice of pizza and all that. This is nineteen ninety nine, it's not the new. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like fucking 
Aye, man. I thought that was wild that they tried to pin that on the brands. You're just uh, rot. Because then, like, they're saying, like, you could see Fred Durst's ego. Like, what do you expect him? He's a showman. He's walking out to 200,000 people. Obviously, he's going to put on a show. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not his job to say, oh, wait a minute, is everybody okay? Better calm down a wee bit. You just grab the mic, do your shit, and that's mm -hmm. it. I mean, look at it and go, I did they need to like jump up in the bit of wood and jump on the bit of wood and all this type, but it's exactly what you just said there. Adrenaline kicks in, the crowd are going fucking apeshit for your band. At that time in 99, they were on the way up. Mm -hmm. Like, they'd never experienced anything like that before, so shit takes over, like, you go fucking mental, probably on something, you know what I mean, keeping the fucking party going. But I just thought that that was mental. Um, they almost, like, on that first night they were like corn nearly lost control but gavin rosdale and bush come out and got control back and stuff like that and you're just like fuck off man i've been to like, like i said i've been to see harder more fucking mental bands than corn yeah and it's never ended up like that and it didn't end up like that when they were on so it's just a, a whole load of bullshit but um do you know what it i was kind of like oh this is kind of sad it was almost like in 1999 that the sort of attitudes and the way that things were like, you know, the things that they were saying were really disturbing, kind of normalised now. Like, I mean, I mean, it, I mean by that, they were like, it was kind of disturbing to see these guys, like these young men, be so like hyped up and so like aggressive and stuff yeah. like that. And I think that's just normal now, isn't it? Like that whole sort of like... Ah, it's worse now. I think it might be a bit. I think it's a, worse. A bit worse than entitlement, and mate, you were there was visible, visually seeing live on MTV people being fucking assaulted. Yeah, like sexually assaulted. I think they shouted, "Was it Cheryl Crow? Get your tits out!" <laughs> and she's like, "You need to pay me more money than what I'm getting, or something." <laughs> but pretty fucking horrific. Pretty grim. Yeah. But there was a bit near the end. People were like spoilers. Fuck off been out for about fucking four months or whatever where they were like what's happened and the wee guy was just like just like lord of the flies and it was totally like that man just yeah. the mob mentality and they were driving fucking military vehicles into like raves yeah, and all that man it's crazy they were lucky that worse never happened i think yeah um i think way way fucking worse things could have happened um and the stuff that went on was horrific but yeah. they shouldn't ever put on another festival ever again Fucking incompetency was mental. Yeah. Uh, I, obviously, it's not as bad as that, right? But Teen the Park towards the end was getting like that, I feel. The last couple really? of Teen the Parks, there was a dark energy. Like, overpriced shitty food, overpriced shit pints. The quality of act just was terrible. It was, I think it turned into a, a cash grab for them. And you're there and you're like, this place, it, I think I was at the last two of Tina Parks and I'm walking about and the last one was half empty and you're just like, this is pish, man. Right. Like, why am I spending all this money? We could have went on holiday, like two weeks to spend. Aye, mate. That was the reason why I stopped going. I stopped going because it became less about a music festival and it became more about people going there for a party. Mm -hmm. Um And... Uh, no offence to people that want to go there and party and stuff, but see when I think the last Tina Park, I started going up for days and coming home. So that type of thing, I stopped going for like the weekends. The last time I went there for the weekend, you were surrounded by people that never even went in to see a band. They were just there to drink, take drugs and go mental. So I think there's, there was like a, like a shift. Yeah. A weird shift happened that became very commercialised and it became more of a place to go to be seen rather than people that were there to genuinely like love music yeah. and want to have a good time and i think i told the story on here about laying a guy out at the foo fighters at tina park because they didn't know what a mosh pit was and they thought they were in a square go and they were throwing genuine punches and <laughs> headbutts at cunts and was like fuck it so it was at that point where i was like i don't know if i'm enjoying this anymore yeah um and i i think transmits the same mate i've been to a couple of them and they're only good Nah. So it's like, why are they putting it on? And I think it, you say cash, man. Money. Like, but that last transmit there looked more like you were in Ibiza, Ocean Beach and Ibiza, than you yeah. were at a music festival. 
I, I, I don't see that lasting long either, by the way. I just get vibes from it. It's like these things are amazing for like five years and then it will. There's only so many times you can ask Louis Capaldi and Jerry Cinnamon to do it. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Aye. Cut to next year and I'll be like, hello, everybody. Aye, they'll be like, do you want to do a comedy gig? I fucking love Transmit, man. Aye. I? I say I'm shouting hello, everybody. It's because I'll be in a kettle lying in the grass. Uh, <laughs> why don't they have a comedy stage? That's part of like the tradition of a music festival, like the modern music I festival. I don't think it'd do well there, mate. That is a wee dafty ecky so? fest. A wee dafty fucking 16 year old lassies and all that. I don't think they'd be anywhere near a comedy thing. Nah. Fuck oh, it. There's been a big news week as well. I don't know if I've sent you. News. We'll go with the UFO. Did you see that? Um, no. Major, major breaking news. No. It's called the Calvin UFO photo. No, let me have a wee look at this on. Where will I get this? Twitter? Twitter, anywhere. Google, just put in Calvin UFO. Have you heard of Calvin? No. It's in Scotland. Oh, right. Uh, I might have seen something. Uh, it looks like a blimp, like a grey sort of like mm-hmm. weird... Um... So I'll tell the people the story. 30 years ago, two guys that worked in a kitchen, they were chefs in a kitchen, they were doing these crazy graveyard shifts. And after a 16-hour shift, they were like, we need to go and clear our head. And they drove up to a place called Calvine. Calvine in Scotland beautiful scenery and hills and stuff and I think they were just sitting at their car chilling getting some fresh air and they seen an RAF fighter Mm. pilot chase this object through the air and they were so terrified that they grabbed their camera and just kind of clicked so they got this photo they then took it to the daily record at the time the Daily Record got in touch with the Ministry of Defence and when the Ministry of Defence got in touch, eh, got it, it got locked in a vault for 30 odd years and all these mad UFO hunters and conspiracy conspiracy theorists have always spoke about this. There's also like kind of loose hand-drawns of it that have that it's been leaked mm-hmm. but it's always been called like it's made up and it's no real well it got released last week and it's an original photo and i think they were even talking to the raf pilot they had it hung up in an office in an raf building for like 20 years and somebody's right. fucking office mate right just mental so um, they spoke to the pilot hi what did they say it's like it's kind of been hidden for 30 years but everybody knows about it all the ufo people are gone fucking mental right why do you think this is this is happening like why are the americans now confirming all the sort of bob lazar pill propulsion engine element 213 stuff and why are we now like bringing out these sort of like secret hidden photos and talking about it I think they're drip feeding us stuff so when something happens it won't seem mental. Uh-huh. That's that's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, you fucking read my mind though. Aye. I think the But then what do you think the thing is? Because they can't predict that you know, we can't predict the future. Mm-hmm. So are we getting into they're about to do something? Or is it that the Russian thing means that kind of like World War Two, we're going to need to flex our muscles? So we need to just start drip feeding out these images so that when we do flex our muscles to the Russians and we fly these fucking things out of them and go, oh, by the way, look, we've got our people don't freak the fuck out. I think that there is a conspiracy that um, I was mad into conspiracies, mate. I'm sure I've said this before. Mm-hmm. When COVID had, I took a step back. Because I was like, I don't want to go insane. I could see people starting to go insane. Some of the 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 internet, you know, like four chans and stuff. I was just like, the 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 big one that made me take a, a step out of that world was Trump and QAnon. And I was like, I just don't believe this. It just feels unbelievable that 
Donald Trump is somehow the fucking saviour of humanity. Just didn't buy it, so it was hard for me to get into that one. Um, but the COVID one made me take a step back, but there is this huge conspiracy, and there's a Netflix documentary on it called The... The Unintended? The Unacknowledged? Um... Is that a UFO one? Uh-huh. Yep. Came out maybe about 2017, 2018. I think I've seen it. And it's le legit. Everything that they talk about is all documented and blah, blah, blah. They make a couple of little wild leaps into, well, this means this, but it, it was all legit. But um, the guy that came for Operation Paperclip who built the B-2 bomber for the Nazis and then subsequently built the Apollo rockets, he had a deathbed confessional. So he was in love with his handler, who they gave all these Nazi guys, like they, they married a lot of them. Do you know what Paperclip is? Didn't explain that? You can explain for people Okay, so listening. after the Second World War, the big high hegens of the Nazi party all went to the Hague, but all the people that were doing all the research and all the science work, they get split between the Russians and the Americans. Some of them came to the UK as well, but the majority of them went to America. Some of them went to Russia. Um, and it was all, you know, tapping into all this ridiculous science work that was going on in Nazi Germany because they were doing mental research shit that, you know, like, try to do, like, gene-like manipulation and, like, all this sort of stuff, eugenics and, and stuff. But one of the things that they had was they had tried to build a UFO. There's hundreds of photos on Google, like the, the, the space shuttle thing. But anyway, this guy... Uh, Von Braun, he was like the, the lead rocket scientist in Germany and he got took to America and he started NASA. That's yeah. where they started, that's where they started NASA with him. He so he gave a handler if he, he was in love with her, he tried to marry her, she didn't fancy him. I mean, would you fancy a Nazi? I don't think so. But she was just like, no, fuck off, get to fuck. But she did her job, she's basically his nanny. And this is all like you can Google this. On his deathbed. He said that the plan is that um, the CIA and DARPA were developing hologram technology called Bluebeam. So this is, comes into flat earth a wee bit, but um, Operation Bluebeam was how to project images into the sky. And he said that the plan was that they will have a false flag alien attack to unite humanity. Wow. So this was, and mate, this guy spoke about this in like 83. He said that what they'll do first is they'll create an army that has no nation, ISIS kind of thing. Um, and uh, let me just, I'll, I'll, I'll be Googling this while I'm talking about it because I don't want to get it wrong, but I please like go and like uh, read about this. But he said that what the American government were planning today was create a, a fake alien invasion with these holograms and these vehicles that they've got in Area 51 and that it'll unite humanity against a common enemy, which will be an alien that's no real. Wow. So, that's the conspiracy theory. Um, If it's true or no, I don't know, mate. Yeah. Um, but, aye, that's the sort of big conspiracy. And that's kind what? of feeds in it a wee bit. That's what I'm expecting. I'm expecting like a ship to come down and land, like land somewhere and we'll see it. Um, I'm expecting something like, like that. But I that Calvin photo was uh, incredible. I don't think I've ever seen something like that. Have you seen the pill footage? Yep. You seen the footage of the pill and stuff like that? Yeah. So I they get released last year or something. Uh -huh. Yeah. Uh -huh. I'm trying to find this man. I've definitely read. Fucking. I've definitely read shit about this, and there doesn't seem to be anything coming up on, on Google, which is weird. Um. Well, right. So the cl the closing of the obs observatories recently made by remembering an interview I watched in a documentary on Netflix. I don't actually remember which documentary. That will be the same one that we we're talking about. Hopefully someone can link. But a quick Google search brought up a few different videos and websites that gave the same information. Vera von Braun was a German aerospace engineer during World War II. 
Later on, he would work for the Americans on oper after Operation Paperclip. The interview itself was given by Dr. Carol Rosen. Basically, it uh, was that he spoke on his deathbed about how the American government, or the people behind everything, the shadow government, had a full plan for world domination and a one-world government. And it started with war between two superpowers, creating a false terrorist attack and ultimately leading to a false alien invasion. So there we go. That's what we're talking we about. Go. That's um, people talking about it. But I don't believe in I don't believe in aliens. No, nah, I don't. I I don't know. Well, I've I've got an open mind, but there is absolutely no evidence for it. But what we do have now is evidence for these fucking whatever these vehicles are. They exist, man, and they, yeah, they look fucking. I mean, that one, the pill, it goes for like. Something crazy, like thirty six thousand feet to like three feet above water and like that. Yeah. And the guy that was flying the, the fighter jet that was trying to follow it was like on the on the comms being like, What the fuck is this thing? And he's like, I can't even see it. It's moving that fast. That's yeah. and he's going, it's like supersonic speeds and he's fucking you know, they're breaking the sound barrier and they're yeah. fucking whatever. Or fighter jets, so it's crazy, isn't it? Uh -huh. I think there's definitely something there. I think I've said this in the podcast uh, years ago. I had a pal in school when we were all mad at a party, and it's like tells a ghost story or that type of stuff. Uh -huh. Or have you ever seen a UFO? Aye. And somebody was like, Yeah, tell them about your brother. And he was like, No, you're serious. Like, ah, come on, mate, you need to tell us now, fuck's sake. So he went up to the car park. I think there's a car park in Falkirk, mm -hmm. a big famous car park that you can go to right. for like scar uh, stargazing and stuff. Right, okay. And he went there with his bird and the two of them were sitting on the bonnet of the car and just like, you know, just chilling, getting a smoke, I think. Right. And they finger banging. He just ruined a really moving and touching story. No, uh, there might have been finger banging, maybe no in front of the aliens. Uh <laughs> But he says a UFO came down and he says he's seen a ship and it right. fucked his life up. Right. Proper fucked his mental health up and stuff. Fuck's sake, man. Never really spoke about it. Then he went to bring it up. Um, and I never seen the drawings, but he was a really good artist and supposedly proper, like... Through the thing? Aye. Oh, wow. I'd love but to see them. He's like, nah, I'm never talking about that. Craziness, man. It's definitely weird. Something weird's going on, mate, yeah. with that with a shit. Some and the main the mainstream media hate that fucking term because of the pure conspiracy nuts and but they're definitely like they're they're drip feeding this shit out. Yeah. Can you imagine if that shit played out and there's like paper trail back to like fucking this mad German dude in America and stuff like that, mm -hmm. man? Creepy and man. And Roswell and all that and the bodies and Oh mate, I mean the, the Roswell uh, area fifty one not that's all true, man. Like mm -hmm. they've come out and went, here's all the documentation, here's the video evidence. Like we one they one hundred percent have got this fucking technology. Um it's just fuck man, crazy man. I just don't I don't know, man. Try not think about it too much, but Aye. um that footage, like that picture, it's like what the fuck is that? And you look at the size of the the like the fighter jet as well, it's tiny next to it. The thing must have been fucking mammoth. Mm -hmm. Imagine being those two guys working in a kitchen all day, you see that, it's that would scare you. It'd scare me. Chill you your fucking bone, mate. Yeah. Hundred percent. It must be mind blown seeing something like that. Uh, it would shake your reality it would make you doubt what you know to be true yeah. it would literally be like you ever had moments like that where you, you have like surreal experiences where you feel like it's no real you're like that wasn't real do you know what I mean you sort of like doubt yourself it would have been like that hmm. see when you see like deranged people talking about the matrix mm -hmm. sometimes I've had those moments I feel like I'm in the matrix and then you're like aye I just I'm mentally ill <laughs> <laughs> I need a sleep. But I, I but we can use this as evidence, right? As like if something does go down with a the uh I if they try and do this false alien attack or something like that, man. I'll go out and I'll box them. Do you know what's what's funny? <laughs> the aliens <laughs> like fucking Will Smith and Independence Day. Fucking knock you out, man. Um imagine that. Imagine like the aliens come down to Duke Street. I fucking moan out, mate. Hi. Moan out. I don't give a fuck, mate. Dana U-turn. 
Imagine that, lad. Nah, I'm not messing with they cunts. Like the fucking Romans. They just <laughs> built another Hadrian's Wall. They'll just like reestablish Hadrian's Wall and they'll go north for that fucking thing. Um, cutting, up, cutting up my junkie. It's, it's Yazoo. It's just all Yazoo. <laughs> There's no organs in here. There's no nothing. It's just banana flavoured Yazoo. Aye, mate. Do you know the one that. Um, there's a, a, in the conspiracy community they talk about how Hollywood's involved in this and how they they'll um they'll, they'll do stuff like they'll put stuff that really exists in movies before we know about it. And the one that interests me is like the Spider Man, um, Jake Gyllenhaal's character. All right, like drones with like projectors on them that can sort of form different. Like basically, you'll see shit and it's no real. That interests me, that, because you're sort of like, we've got the technology to do that shit, man. They, they projected fucking Tupac onto a stage at Coachella. Yep. This ABBA tour where they're projecting fucking ABBA onto a stage. We've got the technology to do that shit. Like, so if you just bring it down to the facts, like, ABBA are not on that stage, but you're seeing them on that stage. So you, you're you literally seeing something happen that isn't real and it, yeah. it's not happening in front of you, but you are witnessing it. So when that shit starts to come into play, you need to start to like discount shit that you see. Yeah. And then with the deep fake stuff, with them being able to manipulate voices and make, you need to discount shit that you hear as well. Like, wh- how are we going to establish truth? Deep fake. See, when deep fake came out, I thought, we're fucked. Aye, end game. The world's fucked. Deep fake will cause the world to collapse. Just polit- like politician videos and all that, just, we're fucked. We're going to get to the point where unless it comes through an official channel, mm-hmm. you just can't believe it. Yeah. But then we do, we live in a world now where nobody believes the official channels. Yeah. So we're literally, I think we are going to be fucked, mate. We're going to need to figure it out. I'm sure we will. Pretty sure that when they fucking made the video camera and shit, they'll be like, this is going to wreck. How are we going to, how are we going to deduct what's real? And, you know, yeah. like, so we'll figure it out, mate. We'll fi- I don't have that sort of existential fear, but... See, for anybody listening, by the way, I find all this very fascinating and fun, but I don't go into it and start making myself paranoid and believing it. I just sort of, like, look at it, touch on it, and then I just leave it there. You know what I mean? I must say, though, that that photo made me excited. I was like, we're getting somewhere, man. We all this, you know, your hunger to kind of find out the unknown. Mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, I think we're on the cusp. Of, of something crazy 100% signs of people like think that this is wild and there's no way that they can science suppression is factually true it's real nobody on the planet knew that they had the atomic bomb until they fucking dropped it that's mm-hmm. just true like they were all secretly in the background trying to develop it and the Americans did it so that shit is real mate like they suppress stuff They've got military grade shit that we just have not got a clue. No, no fucking idea the level of technology that the army's got. Yeah, it's just simple as that. Like, it's not quite as like you know they had the iPhone twenty like twenty year before we had it. No, like that, but shit like you know like the stealth bomber. Yeah, like nobody knew about that. Like it's only retrospectively we find out about this shit and go oh fuck. They had a fucking thing that could fly under radar and can drop these bombs and nobody knew about it. And, yeah. you know, like, they've got shit like... They've got silent helicopters. I've seen one and it just literally, like, you're like, that thing is not making noise and then it goes over your head and it's like... And it goes over your head and you're like... That it actually made me feel scared looking at it, going, what the fuck is that thing, yeah. man? It just looks weird and Aye. you kind of hear it and you're just like, ah, disorientates you. Mm-hmm. So, like... Science suppression's hundred percent. They don't tell you what the fuck they're, they're trying to develop, man. I mean, have you seen the the? We only ever seen like one video of it, but the dog, like the robot dog that they had in New York. Aye, aye, I never hitting it and stuff. No, it was like a fucking. It get took into search for shit. All right, it was like a robot dog, um, and there was like a a, a video of it, and it's like that Boston. No Boston Analytics, that's Cambridge Analytics, but it's the Boston Robotics Company that they've made that dog that can do backflips and can jump from table to table, man. That shit's terrifying. Yeah, that's scary. Scary. Imagine back in the day, I always remember 
and it wasn't even that long ago, man. It must have been about six, seven years ago. I remember seeing an old woman struggling in the tent, and I was walking past her, and I was like, oh, fuck. Stopped, and I was like, are you all right, pal? She was like, hi, I'm just going down to the taxi rank, but I'm losing my eyesight. I was like, I'll help you down to the taxi rank. Mm -hmm. And I swear to God, mate, I think she was touching 100. She might have been 100, right? Mm -hmm. And she was like, obviously just being a friendly wee old woman. I think she was a wee bit like unsure because I'm helping her and all. Because she's I, like, who the fuck is this? Very wary. I'm still helping her. Yeah. And she was like, I can't believe how much the world's changed. When I was younger, it was like gas, gas lights out in the street and horse and cart and stuff. And she's just like, I can't believe the world's like this during her lifetime. So she's like walking through the streets of Glasgow and cunts are fucking lighting gas in the streetlights. Mm -hmm. And now she's like living here. Yeah. That's like us being 90. What's it going to be like when... That's exactly what I was going to say. Mental. Think about what the world is going to be like when, when we would be turning 100. Mm -hmm. And everything's getting more accelerated. Like you went for the landline being invented and like what... I don't even know, man. Fuck. But becoming normal, say in the 60s, that people would have phone in their house, like wired into their house. To the mobile phone in the 80s hey, like that's so that's like a gap of like 20 something years and then you've got a gap of like between the mobile phone and the smartphone that that gets shorter than now it's like you know we get fucking coffees delivered to your do you know what i mean like yeah. when i was a wee guy if you were like oh you're gonna have like this star trek like handheld device that is gonna be your best friend it's gonna know everything about you and you're going to be able to just touch a screen and like 10 minutes later, some cunt's going to turn up with a bike and it's going to have two coffees or not even that. Anything you want, anything you want within reason. Yeah. Um, I would, You would have been like, get the fuck. Mad into it. So who knows, man? Who knows what the world's going to be like when if, if we fucking get there, mate. Fuck, I remember trying my first coffee. I went into Costa and I, I didn't know what to order. I've never tried a coffee before in my Aye, life. Mate. I was like, I, d I don't know. And I just got the lassie to pick for me. And she gave us an, an espresso. And I was like, that was fucking disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> but I never even knew to say, like, just give us a black coffee. I just literally didn't know what to get. Aye, fuck, man. I, I can remember mine as well, man. I was at uni. So that would have been, like, fucking 2001, 2000. No, fuck, man. Aye, 2001, I, I went to uni. 2002. And it was a guy that I went to uni with. And he was pure, you ever had a Starbucks? And I can remember thinking, like, what the fuck is that? Like, what are you talking about? And he was like, it's coffee. And I was just like, mate, and I was like, I've never drank coffee. Apart from, like, tasted Nescafe. I mean, that fucking tastes like Bovril. Get that to fuck. Hi. Um, and I, it was Christmas time, and he was like, get a fucking ginger nut latte or something like that. And I was pure, right, okay. Mate, I fucking took a sip of it and fired in the bin, man. I was like, that's fucking rancid. Yeah. But... Here we are now, all addicted to this shit, man. Like, do you, you still I mean? drink coffee? I know. Every yeah. day. In the morning? Yep. Do you want some of my meal replacement shakes? Nah, I'm alright, mate. It might do something to your insides, but 20 grams of protein. She fucking cooked chicken last night. They done something to my insides, man. <laughs> <laughs> Undercooked it or something. <laughs> <laughs> fucking one of the ones, as soon as I fucking see that way we you eat your dinner. And you feel it hit your stomach, mm. and it's just instantly like bloop, 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 bloop. <laughs> I was like, oh, bitch, fucking shitting through the eye, I need in 10 minutes. And were you? Aye. <laughs> aye. It was like pure three shites, and then got up for the gym this morning, went for another one. So. Oh, aye. A wee gym session today as well. 100%. Mate. I need to get to the gym. I'm using walking and calorie counting as an excuse. I'm not being lazy because I'm doing crazy walks, aye. but I should be going to the gym. I feel Go to the gym now. if you want, mate. Look. Keep your keep your walking, keep your calorie counting, but go to the gym if you want. Don't be telling yourself that you should be doing this and doing that. Yeah. You're doing enough already, mate. I feel really good. I'm on the verge of shaving my arsehole. You're what? looking really good. Like Thank your skin. It's looking no breakouts. Like Thank you. Really aye. kind to me. For once. <laughs> I've been chasing this. I've been chasing your approval for 38 <laughs> fucking episodes. And you gave us a wee bit of kindness there. Thank you. Thank you, kindest Smeagol. Um, 
<laughs> now you'll see me next week and I'll be fat as fuck because I'm like, yeah, fuck it, what's the point? A wee shout out, I'm gigging in Kilmarnock on Saturday, Kilmarnock Palace Theatre. I'm gigging there back with Scott Agnew and we've set up a, a deal. You can get two for one tickets. If you get them through C tickets, just use the code two for one, two for one, and you'll get sorted out. So hopefully see you at Kilmarnock on Saturday. How are we for time, mate? Um, well, just 50 minutes. 50 minutes, I think we've got 10 minutes left. Um, we need to also talk about... Um, the bull Darius, 41-year-old, passed away. I know, mate. I know. That's sad, isn't it, man? Aye, mate. I we don't know what's, what's happened, but it's not looking good, is it, if the, the guy's fucking... Been fun and was it a fun on responsive in bed or somewhere in a hotel or was it in a hotel i thought it I was in his, so. like, his apartment in new york or somewhere you know i'm not too sure but 41 I, man that's a shame no, mate. that's Fuck, nearly mate. as old as you i'm younger i mean you're younger it's only a year which is fucking mental mate it's wild what was good <clears throat> was um there was the you know the, the Glaswegian response to it, there was a load of like, what I liked about it was there was a lot of like local businesses like, um, was it Taylor Ferguson's, like hairdressers, there was a bunch of restaurants that were all coming out like, saying that they were his sort of like go-to and that he was a lovely guy. Yeah. Tons and tons of people, not just this performative grief, right, where people just come out and were like, for, oh, really sad to hear people telling actual real stories about the guy, like yeah. the amount of time that he had for his fans and, um, how he was just a genuinely like lovely guy. Yeah, I know. I told that story a couple of episodes ago about uh, me ripping the cunt at him in Virgin Megastore. You know, I'm not trying to make a joke, <laughs> but I, I genuinely don't feel bad. Like, yeah, you, you know, like I'm not going to be like, oh, that makes me feel bad. It's like, no, absolutely not. But um, I mean, I think he's got like a big family and all that, and it's just it's fucking brutal. Big Absolutely. Italian Scottish family. You were slagging him. So, <laughs> don't mate don't, don't <laughs> no mate. I'm not saying anything it's just uh, you know because I was saying basically he nearly died because he drank water for the Thames now I, felt, I find that hilarious you know what I mean it's so funny the fact that you think you can do that and no you know nearly die uh -huh. but uh, I, do you know a few people said that to me right. Because it wouldn't surprise me, mate. The fucking plagues in the Thames. Do you know what I mean? Uh, but I, I, I must agree with you there because, like, I'm not a fan of his music. I think it's shite. I'm entitled to say that. It's my personal opinion, right? I don't think he's a bad person. He's a good. He seems like a good lad. I'm not gonna sit here and be like, "Oh, I loved Colorblind, man. That was fucking some tune." You know you're full of shit when you get people like that. Aye. Like Scottish radio guys, come on guys, get colourblind on. Mm -hmm. Get it rocking. Get it to number one. That'd be nice for aye, that, that would be nice, but aye, no my thing either, mate. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I would I would have relentlessly shot for a great height on that when it came out. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But at the same time, like um again, I seemed like a really it, all the stories were just talking about not just this, like again, like oh, he was a he was a good guy, and like actual stories people telling here specific times when he was like really nice to people, yeah. And if people wanted a photo and all that, he'd all the time in the world for him. Um, I seen a whole load of COVID nuts coming out the fucking woodwork where it being like, we're going to see Mary Mary this that that'll be because he's vaccinated, and it's just like have a day off, man. Yeah, gonna just have a fucking day off with this shit. For fuck's sake. It's exhausting, isn't it? It really is, man. It's like, I fucking hell. But sadness, man. It's like, I didn't even know that he was married to her for species. The film? Uh -huh. I did not know that either. I think they, they get divorced. Um, But I, that was his wife. Wow. Man. He's a handsome boy. Aye, he's a good looking guy, man. Like, really good looking guy. You get, <clears throat> you sometimes get um numb to how good looking celebrities are until you meet uh, I suppose I'd been judgmental, but you meet one who's not regarded as a good-looking celebrity, and you realise you're like they're fucking stunning. Yeah. Like what the fuck? When I see them on like a TV show, they just look normal, but you see them in real life, you're like they're beautiful. Aye. Like what the fuck? 
like how you were saying when you meet a celebrity that's not that good looking, you were staring right at me <laughs> and no blinking, but you're, it's all right. You're not a celebrity, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jan. Right. You left that wide open for me. I don't know about where I'd find Mary and Silton. I would rather take the ugly. I'd rather say, no, I'm ugly, I'm ugly. That's uh, how I felt when I met you, Darren. I thought, this guy, when you were the bit coming in for the meeting for the podcast, like, this guy's a fucking ugly bastard and I don't like what room. And you came out and was like, he's beautiful, man. Aye. <laughs> this guy's a fucking goblin, man. <laughs> Why is there a goblin in my podcast today? Oh, I thought goblins were like mythical creatures. <laughs> this cunt's wearing a night tracker. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> go to see the... I've got to laugh, but I poor Darius, man. Rest in peace, mate. Yeah. Fucking shout. It's a genuine shame. I know people can... Especially comedians, they always look the joke in a situation i suppose the joke for me is colorblind is shite it's still shite but let's get it to number one all right let's get it to number one stream colorblind if you can. um i listened to it did you Aye. well on spotify or whatever mm-hmm. you've done your bit then mate i'm literally gonna um in silent go to apple music put in darius and just stream his top feel like that 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 will just play in the background. It'll just go into tune after tune after tune. Might get it to number one. Good on you. Right, so we've we've got that. We've got past that. We're coming up for the hour mark. Um, I think I've covered all subjects, mate. Aye, I I've covered all subjects. How's the cigar smoking going? Pretty bad, man. <laughs> Aye. How was this week? I need to nip it in the bud, man. How many did you have this week? Two packets. Two packets? Yeah. Well, you were only having one cigar a week. Two packets. How many's in a packet? Five. Right. So it's like ten cigars every weekend. <laughs> right. So when did you have your last cigar? Um, what day is this? Wednesday. It's Wednesday. Aye. Maybe Monday. Right. It's starting to creak into the midweek. Right. So. I've not got any cigars left in the house. So I'm like, guy. You done? I'm starting to not enjoy them now as well. Right. Like they are tasting like shit when you smoke them too much. Mm-hmm. You should be having them as a treat. So I'm gonna Just snap slam, it in the bud. Aye, slam the brakes on that. You want me to finish off? We've been trying to tell this story for a couple of weeks about when I, I nearly became a Jehovah's Witness. Right, let's, let's hear it, let's and go. And then we can finish the podcast. Absolutely. If we get any music this week, it's cool if we don't. No, I don't I think so. Oh, did you ask, me, you asked me to get it, didn't you? Yeah. It's cool, it's all right. You treat me like a goblin and I'll act like a goblin. Okay. <laughs> Is that a warning? <laughs> Is that a warning to me? I will bite you like a fucking dog. And then you'll need to put me down and I vet. <coughs> I don't know why I nearly choked her. Um, aye, aye, Jehovah's Witness story a couple of years ago. I mean, I find it's, I think it's funny. I think it's funny. It might not be funny. Okay. When I was, I don't, they might listen to the podcast, so I need to be careful. I got a work placement somewhere and I didn't know that every single person in the work was a Jehovah's Witness. So I was there for work experience because I was in college learning something. Right. Barber, basically. And uh, part of the Jehovah's faith is they try to recruit you as a Jehovah's it's Witness. A, it's a missionary religion, so they uh, they try and fucking brainwash you, aren't they? Yes, like their 12th step. Mm-hmm. So I was depressed, I was alcoholic, I was taking drugs. I'd never really had a purpose in life. And they were like, obviously preaching all their stuff to me, but they were saying, we would help you get a house. And when you get married, you marry someone that's a Jehovah's Witness. So we'll help you find a wife. And in my head, I was like, a house? A wife? (laughs) Aye. I was like, I'm in. So uh, I just was like, fuck it. I'll just become a Jehovah's Witness because they don't drink. So they were like, we'll help you get sober. Right, okay. And I was like, fucked at the time. I was like, right, they're going to get me sober, a bird and a gaff. I'm like, I don't care if I don't believe in it. I'm going <laughs> to join it. Right. 
And uh, I was right up until the last kind of, you know, steps were getting made to take me to a Jehovah's Witness place. Uh-huh. And my mate stepped in and was like, are you half your fucking nut? <laughs> and I was like, what? And he's like, mate, you're going to become a Jehovah's Witness, you fucking madman. And I was like, aye, but it's all right, but because they're helping us get a job now. <laughs> and he's like, listen to yourself, you fucking crackpot. And I swear, it's not my strongest time in my life. I swear to God, mate, it, it felt like he was, I felt like I was gone into the door and my hands were like latched on and I felt like he had to pull my hands away Aye. to get away. Right. I was like, no, I want to. I want to join them. They seem like good people and stuff. Fuck's sake. So, aye. Right, so how many of them do you think are like that? Well, they start out with a like, do you want your hole? Yes. Do you want a house? They're basically bribing you. They're like, we'll give you everything that you want for your life if mm-hmm. you join our, like, manic religion. Yeah. How many of them do you think it started like that? Maybe them all. Mm-hmm. Right. I tell well, I tell you another thing that scared scared me away. Well, there was a there was a guy there that was very up his own ass, right? Very smug, right? And I did not like him at all. And he was like, "Do you know what? Even if this is not real, it's still a good way to live your life." And very preachy about like and judgmental about people that were not Jehovah's Witnesses. So there was a wee thing that he cheated on his wife. And see when something like that happens, the Jehovah's shun you. I don't know what it's called, but they walk past you in the street. Right. Like Scientology shit. Uh-huh. And that's what happened. I remember hearing that he shagged somebody as I'm on the cusp of being a Jehovah. And I thought, he's a fucking weirdo. Like, he's kind of, he just kind of. Was he the one that had sold you in the dream? No, no, it was somebody else. Right. And he was kind of filling my head full of shite. But as soon as I found out he had sex with somebody, I was like, you're full of shite, mate. Uh, what I, is this? This is mental. Usually that's what you find, mate. Is like, uh, I seen a meme the other day that was like, every politician that's uh, homophobic and it was just like a... Uh, seen the meme? <laughs> Aye, exactly. The, the hot dog. like that fucking popping the, the hot dog meme with just all the hot dogs just <laughs> hit the last in the face. It's like... It's like that. You just need to watch them, man. Um, yeah. And that's kind. That's kind of true across the board. Like that mad Canadian guy. Remember him? It was like fucking pure evangelical. Do you know what I mean? Like pure Jesus and like this and pure conservative and pure mad right wing on that turned out he was going to fucking see rent boys. Yeah. And smoking crack. I may have <laughs> even like priests and my. Like near where I grew up, I hear shit like that. Aye, mate. The guy that was a priest at my primary school, St. Thomas's in Rudry, he get he was embezzling money. He was driving about in a Porsche and he was shagging the the like the maid. Mental. And do you know what happened to him? He get put into a he get moved up to Springburn. Oh aye. That was it. Repent. I might Google that actually, because I, I think I might know him. You probably will, mate. Aye, and it was in the paper and all that. And Aye. it's like, that's how, that was the solution. Mm-hmm. They just moved them from Rudry to Springburn. Like, <laughs> like nothing's ever fucking happened. As mental, isn't it? Craziness, man. But no, like, what, just before we wrap up, what did Jehovah's Witnesses believe? And then I've got a wee Jehovah's Witness story on. You know, I'm not 100% sure. I know that there's 200 different types of Christian faith. And I know that, Jehovah's Witness is like a break off of right. one of those kind of faiths. Right. They're the they follow a structure. They believe that the world's gonna end, and then when the world ends, I think it's only two thousand people that get picked. Right. They don't eat black puddings. They don't. <laughs> is that specified? Cause of blood. Oh, they don't right. eat black puddings. They don't do any of that shit. So. They don't have blood uh, transfusions either. Right. So let's educate the people. They say they don't drink. I've seen them mad with it. Fuck's sake. Right. Let's educate our, our amazing followers. The basic beliefs. God is a single being whose personal name is Jehovah. They also accept the name Yahweh. Sounds like a fucking Chinese mobile phone. 
and other translations, Jehovah is alone and above all beings. Jehovah created everything that exists. Jehovah has a son called Jesus Christ, and Jehovah's outstanding qualities are love, justice, wisdom, and power. So they just believe in God. Wow. They just call him Jehovah. Um, Jaibo. <laughs> Big Jai. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, my dad had, um, when coming up to the end of his life, he was kind of housebound. He could walk a wee bit. He could walk to the shops and stuff, but couldn't go any much further. It was his heart. Angina, that type of thing. And um, he got to that, see when people get to that sort of old, desperate stage where they speak to anybody and like at length for like hours on end. He got a bit like that oh. and he made pals with the Watchtower woman. You remember Watchtower? Aye. Where they come chat the door. Yep. And um, the Watchtower woman came at the door and it was just after my dad had passed away and my mom was like going to go and tell her. And my mom was struggling with it and I was like, all right, fuck's it. I went to the door. She like opened the door and she was like oh is your dad in i was like no he sadly passed away and she was like pure oh that's a shame because he was one of my good customers <laughs> <laughs> and you know it wasn't until like years later that i was like talking to somebody about that and they were like she said what and i was like she was a wee bit gutted because like my dad would buy the watchtower after and they would oh, sit and have like fuck. a cup of tea and she, they were just pure, I think that's a wee bit out of order and I never really thought about it, but I kind of get it. It's like, how, how many of them are they fucking selling? But the other thing was she was genuinely like, like yeah. nearly crying. Do you know what I mean? Like my dad would sit and have cups of tea with her and they would sit and talk about fucking Jehovah's. Like, I think she actually might have believed that my dad was a Jehovah's Witness, but it just wasn't. He just wanted to fucking talk to cunts. Wow. I, I know we kind of slagged that situation now, but I, the majority of Jehovah's I've met are very nice people it's like anything else isn't it it's man that's corrupt it's no religion that oh i don't know about that i will try or man has made it corrupt aye aye like the bible's just a book of fucking stories and it's us that have enforced it yeah and it's us that bastardize it and be like here's our interpretation of what god was saying in that book it's like who gives a fuck for your interpretation mate fuck's sake you yeah. all look like pure bottom feeders are cunts, man. <laughs> the evangelical guys know, like, Jehovah's Witnesses are in the door. I get, like, attacked in the street. All <laughs> the, these mad, like, Bible-bashing, you know, like, here's how we should live our life because here's what God meant by that. Mm. You know, there's nowhere in the Bible it says anything about gay people, but they're like, no, but it's it's implied. Yeah. Well. Well, a lot of shite. Exactly, mate. I think that's us done over an hour, mate. Absolutely. Are you happy? Always, mate. Always happy, happy to see to, you. I'm happy to. I'm going to... F- you want to wrap up? Absolutely, mate. I will wrap up. Like, somebody's at the door as well, so we'll wrap up with that. I just want to thank everybody for tuning in and listening to the podcast. Paul and myself enjoy it very much. I'm going to ask you a favour. If you enjoy it, can you please rate it? And if you're in a WhatsApp group with your pals, get it sent and shared and all that stuff. Very much appreciated. Thank you very much to Joe at the Zen Den for the sponsorship. And uh, that's all I've got to say. Mona Jehovah's. <laughs>